Hello there. there. Welcome to the final episode of season one, Star Wars in the Galaxy. Today, today is a very special episode. Why is today so special, Jacob? We're going to be going over all of KOTOR, and we're going uh, to be reviewing our closing thoughts. Let's get hyped. Yeah, we've watched now all, now it's crazy to think of this, all six hours of the Fair Play KOTOR all cutscenes video. Six hours. That's six crazy. hours, yeah, it's crazy. Um... But, um, and so we thought we'd take this episode to discuss what we think about KOTOR. And I guess, um, let's go for overall review first. Jacob, start us off. All right, perfect. Overall, I, um, I am a little bit torn. On the one hand, I think that, uh, I think it's, uh, a pretty compelling story. It feels kind of, um... I guess, I guess I'm not really experienced with, like, the older generations of Star Wars video games. But I thought it was a fairly, uh, it was, like, a pretty unique story to me. And I found it, um, parts of it, it was kind of cliche and the writing wasn't great. There were a lot of things that could be improved. Um, but I haven't really played it too much as a video game. But as a story, I'd give it, like, a, a solid 6, maybe 7 out of 10. I'll say like six, about six and a half. I would say. Okay, that would be a. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead with mine. For me, for All right. for me, Kotor for its time was a very, very, very well written video game for its time. Now you gotta understand at the time they were releasing games like Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Star Wars Starfighter. Um, the first Battlefront wouldn't come out for another year. The second Battlefront wouldn't come out for another two years. Um, the Force Unleashed wouldn't come out for another five. So, you know, compared... I haven't played a lot of the older generation Star Wars games. Compared to those, I'm sure it leaps and bounds them. But compared to the other Star Wars games I played, um, Jedi Fallen Order, um, and I'm going to get a lot of hate from i think some people but battlefront 2 it doesn't it falls short it's turned into a good game no uh, i i mean the campaign specifically yeah. i mean the story oh. um i think it, it pales in comparison to jedi fallen order or uh battle even battlefront 2 in my mind and of course there are tons of people who say uh code horror is better than the movies i'm sorry i can't agree with that one um i and for a piece of Star Wars media outside the movies, even, it does seem to fall short. Um, but again, we do have to realize it's been now 17 years since this game's been released. Um, and so, I, so, but like, for, again, for a Star Wars story, very solid. I think it's, I think it has some good, some really interesting messages about the morality of the Jedi and the morality of the Sith. It leans very well into the mythos of the Jedi and the Sith and the battles between them and the Force. It does that very well. What it doesn't do as well is it... For me, it sometimes has to remind you a little bit that, yeah, we're in Star Wars right now. We're in Star Wars. It, it, we gotta have Star Warsy mm. messages, Star Warsy things. We got We got We got to yeah. lean into that. And sometimes it feels like I'm at home. You know, it feels like I'm in that very, it's that very lived-in futuristic um, universe. But yeah. It's, but yeah. sometimes it feels like, okay, I get it. We're in Star Wars. Okay, I get it. 
Revan was bad, but now he's good. It it yeah. feels it feels tiring sometimes. Terrace. I can I can understand how Terrace is one of my tiresome. favorite planets ever in Star Wars. Which one's which one is Terrace again? It's the, it's the multi-level planet with the um. It's with, oh, it's with, with is that the one with the rack ghouls on the it, lower the rock ghouls on the lower levels and the privileged civilians oh, living on the top. Um, that oh, yeah, was an yeah. interesting exploration. But then you go back to Tatooine uh, and it's like, okay, we're in, we're on Tatooine now. I got a very it was it's interesting because I got a very different vibe going back to Tatooine, um, as um in the middle of Kotor as I did in Chapter Five, The Gunslinger of the Mandalorian. In the Mandalorian, I felt like. Wow, I'm at Tatooine again. Um, in Kotor, I'm feeling like I felt like they're seriously dragging me to Tatooine. It's the same planet, and we see some of the same things in the Gunslinger and Kotor. But Kotor treats yeah. it like what made it more, different. Kotor treats it like it's a special pearl that you got got to see. Um, Mandalorian, yeah. okay. on the other hand, treats it like tra- treats it like look, the Mandalorian's got to go somewhere, and look. It happens to be Tatooine. Um, yeah, I yeah. think... Overall, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10, actually. I'm going very similar to Jacob over here. Okay, I'm going to ask All you right, cool. um, a couple of questions. What do you think... Um, I'm going to answer two, of course. What do you think All right. is the best moment of KOTOR? The best moment of KOTOR? Yeah. Mm. Maybe the moment when, um, when Malik started talking about the Starforge and like why he really wanted it, and he was taught He he kind of dissed Revan, but then he was also talking about how it was more than just a fact. Starforge is more than just a space station. In some ways, it is like a living creature. It hungers, and it can feed on the dark side that is within all of us how it was like a hub of the dark side i thought that was pretty cool because dead like all this for a factory seemed kind of anticlimactic not not lame but a little bit anticlimactic just a tad anticlimactic so i think that was i thought that was a very cool moment i think that's a good choice my choice uh for um is i remember the first time i saw the this moment when i was playing kotor uh, my jaw dropped when uh, Darth Rev. When we see in a flashback, Darth Revan on Rockata taking off his mask, and then you just see the plate face of your character, and we oh, realize that was, yeah, that was pretty cool. That in a past, what in a past life, this guy had gone through. That was just a. Even though I knew the twist, that was just a jaw dropping moment. It was just. It was a pretty cool. What do you think? I I have to agree. What do you think was the worst moment in Kotor? What do you think was your worst moment in Kotor? Maybe the third redemption. The, the, oh, the Malak redemption? Yeah, the Malak redemption. Um, my... Or maybe the Bastille, I don't know. My, I think my... It's just my, like, impossible, you can't defeat me, I'm a lord of the Sith. Yeah, yeah, we've heard it, we know, we, we know. We've heard this before. Um, mine probably, I'm gonna go with, um, uh, I'm gonna go with really, um, any moment in the first hour and a half of Knights of the Old Republic with Cartho Nasi. You, you were not a you were not a fan. N- no, I take it. it's it's like with Karth, it's like 
it, he feels so guarded and it feels like by asking him about himself, he like, like when Revan tries to ask him about himself, it feels like he just punched him in the face. Um, and that doesn't make for a very good character in my eye. Now, I think he warms up a little later and I think we see some dimension in Karth, but the first out, but for the first hour, I think Karth is not very effective as a character, especially as one of the only remarkably good characters that Revan is around. What do you think is... I Interesting. Think, yeah, that's, that's me. What do you think best and worst characters from KOTOR? Best and worst characters in KOTOR. Ooh. Mm, I'm not really sure about this one. Uh, maybe Juhani, I would say, would be for one of the worst characters. I was going to say Juhani for worst, too. For best? I'm not actually sure um, who I would pick for the best. None of the characters felt that they had that much, I guess, personality. Maybe it's hard to do that in a video game. I don't, I don't know. know. I never... felt like... Um... I don't know, I felt like um, Iversia was a very well-developed character. Um, but I think it was very hard to do it in a video game back then. But I'm going to give them credit for Candorous Ordo. Candorous Ordo is just a fun character. You know, he's not afraid of getting his hands dirty. He's, yeah. He's a former Mandalorian who's, who, who saw a little bit of the error of his ways and is just trying to make some good in the galaxy. I'm going to go with Candorous Ordo for myself. All right, you know, I I I appreciate I can appreciate that. Yeah, I guess um, I'll, I would say Candorous as well then. What do you think was one of the most eye-opening moments from Nazar Republic? The most eye-opening moments. I, That's I, interesting. I I'm going to can I go ahead and say mine? I, I was just thinking about this. Yeah. When um I remember when we were watching um Karth, uh, this was like at the beginning. Uh, and Karth said, Terrace is under Sith control. Their fleet is orbiting the planet. They've declared martial law and they've imposed a planet wide quarantine. That's taken on an entire new meaning for me, as I <laughs> have now gone into quarantine. Uh, and so every time I just hear that word, the Karthonasi echoes in my head the whole planet's gone under quarantine. <laughs> um, it's weird that that scene that's complete, that should be completely irrelevant to everything is has gotten implanted in my brain yeah all of a sudden now it has like like really all of a sudden meaning. now it feels different when we when we actually know what that entails yeah i totally agree yeah um i really do um i really am excited um uh, about um let me see about what's coming up for us i want to see if i have any other ones about that's the old republic um, let's see. Um, oh, favorite planet. Favorite planet? Um, maybe the, uh, maybe, maybe Ricotta. Does the Star, I thought the Star Forge was pretty cool. I don't know if that counts as a planet. That, but, uh, that, I'm going to make that count because, like, I, I was mo mostly talking about location. I'm going to go with a tie between Rocketa and Terrace. Um, I think Terrace okay. is really, really cool. Um, uh, and I also, um, it's weird kotor has been like seeping through my life right now um in weird ways um not only have i been doing this for our podcast i've also you know i've i've mentioned the quarantine thing i've also been playing a lot of galaxy of heroes these days i know i've mentioned it several times um but the newest character i unlocked is believe it or not revan 
I wow. just unlocked the Jedi Re the Jedi Revan a couple days ago, and so I'm constantly like, wait, which which game am I playing? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um, where do you um? I have an idea. Okay. On a scale of Revenge of the Sith to Force Awakens. Where do you think KOTOR falls on the similarity to A New Hope scale? Um, I'd say like 30-40% similar. Like oh, I'd not say, a huge... Oh, I'd say, way, I'd say way more. I'd say like 60% similar. Oh, really? Yeah, because, you know... I can the, see that. I can see that. It, it like, Malik feels very Tarkin-esque, actually, to me. Um... I, I get that actually. Bastila feels very Obi Wan esque to me. Mission and Zalvar have a, give off a very very big um, Han and Chewbacca vibe. Yeah, you're definitely. That's definitely. I'm guessing. Yeah, it 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 does feel very inspired um, by A New Hope. I don't think it's it's anywhere close to something like something like The Force Awakens, which is pretty much a soft reboot of Star Wars. Um, it just occurred to me, I've done a lot of ripping of The Force Awakens in these last two episodes, which is pretty uncharacteristic, actually, because I do really like that movie. Um, but, yeah, I think it's, I think it's very um, New, Hope, New Hope somewhere in that way, I think. Um, I can see that. I can see that, yeah. I also just want to uh, bring in, I just thought of this, too. I don't know what it is, but KOTOR gives me a very... It gives me a very Star Wars vibe, but what it also gives me, I don't know if you uh, thought we're thinking of this, it gives me a very, um, I don't know how to say it, it gives me a very, um, you can definitely tell this happened before, um, the nine, uh, not the nine, it would be the six because legends, but it, you can definitely tell this happened before the movies. And not yeah, during or after. It has a very antiquated. It is. It has very. This is what life was like before. Yeah, um, it's interesting to see how they kind of set up some of the what happened. I thought that was cool for sure. It's interesting. It's also like. It's weird because it's like some of uh, some of like. Um, the Jedi, the Jedi seemed very different, but then in their short-sightedness, they all, it was like, oh yeah, this is the same old Jedi, kind of short-sighted about stuff. Um, you know, we saw yeah. lightsabers, we saw lightsabers, but, you know, you could build your own lightsaber, which is not really something we saw any Jedi do in the first six Star Wars movies. Um, yeah. I don't know. It felt like we were in. It did. It one. I think the biggest strength of Knights of the Old Republic is that it blended yeah. the new and the old very well. Yeah. Do you agree. I agree. Um. Now I want to address one more question before we end this episode. Um, okay. Which is, uh, why are we not? Um, doing KOTOR 2. Um, the answer to that question, 
um, and this is going to sound very hypocritical because I know we are trying to cover like quote unquote everything we can, but I started playing KOTOR 2 shortly after I uh, played KOTOR and I got to tell you, everyone, yeah. everyone regards KOTOR 2 as the best thing that's ever happened to Star Wars, um, but I hated it. I hated You're playing hitting. KOTOR 2. I really? really hated playing KOTOR 2. Um, I'm not going to lie. I think the three villains of KOTOR 2 were three of the most lazily designed villains ever. Yeah. Um, and I think... Um, and I think the... Uh, supporting cast, especially Bowder... Um, at Rand, uh, uh, yeah. all of the supporting people feel very, very, very similar to uh, KOTOR 1 supporting cast, except for worse because they have even less character development. Um, don't even get me started on Kreia because I hate her. I hate her so much. Yeah. She is... I know people love her because of her grayness, but the reason... Um, I, for me, hate Kreia so much is because she hates Star Wars. Kreia yeah. is a Star Wars hater inside the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I can't stand that. She wants funny. to destroy the Force. She wants to destroy the Force, which is literally Star Wars. She wants to destroy Star Wars, is basically, which is why I call her a Star Wars hater. Because yeah, um, she, she like hates the Force, right? She hates the Force. She thinks it's caused way too many problems in the galaxy. Um, and not enough good. Um, but that was just a quick address to why we're not doing KOTOR um, 2 and stepping straight to the Phantom Menace. Also because um, uh, I know, Jacob, you in the beginning were getting a little tired of KOTOR 1, but you stuck yeah. on. Um, and, but I knew neither of us could really take KOTOR 2. And plus the cutscene video from Fair Play. Again, thanks so much to Fair Play for this con compilation of... Thank you, uh, Fair Play. Yeah. But the <laughs> compilation of KOTOR 2 was an hour longer than the compilation of KOTOR 1. And I'm like, okay, we've done, we did uh, six hours of KOTOR 1. We can't do seven hours of KOTOR 2. Um, and so that is my little thing about why we are not doing uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. Yeah. Um, I did really enjoy Knights of the Old Republic 1, though. I gotta say, um... When we saw the final scene and um, uh, and like we faded to credits, um, I felt my heart drop a little bit. I'm like, "Wow, it's over. We we did it. Yeah. We slaved through the six hours of Knights of the Republic." Um, do you have anything else to say? No, not really. I uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like I don't have a ton to say, but I'm I'm excited I to get on. It. To it was I'm very different. I'm excited so, yeah. to get on to the Phantom Menace. I'm excited to get on to Attack of the Clones. Oh, so am I, for sure. Um, after that, um, oh, and by the way, we, of course, yep. um, in the first episode of KOTOR, provided the link to um, uh, the Fair Play cutscenes for all future movies and all future TV shows, pretty much. We will be viewing them as they are on Disney+. Plus. Um, because yes. that's where we both have access to them. So yes, for anyone wondering, when we eventually, a long time from now, watch A New Hope, McClunky will be in there. McClunky.
We will have a McClunky New Who Hope. Who is McClunky? Who is McClunky? No, it's what is Mc... McClunky. I don't um, know what McClunky is. I'm when, sorry, Eli. When Greedo... Uh, when, so Han and Greedo are having their standoff in A New Hope, right? Yeah. Uh, and Greedo... Oh, is McClunky when like Greedo misses the blaster shot? No, no um, Greedo oh, really? has an extra line before he fires the shot. Which is? Uh, McClunky. McClunky, really, just McClunky. <laughs> One second. I, yes, um, but yeah, um, McClunky. Um, so I guess that is it for season one of Star Wars. Oh my god. In a galaxy. Never, never thought we'd get here. But no, here I didn't are. either. We, here we are. Um, make sure to follow us. I forgot to say this in the last episode. Anchor, Spotify. Let's see what else we got. Apple Podcast. Healthcare.gov. <laughs> Tinder. We got. Uh, follow we got. Us on, uh, we we got. Breaker. Uh, of course. Uh, we got. Um, uh, we got Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcasts. Radio Public. All of that stuff. We sure do. May the force be with you. And that is Thank it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Season for season one. one it's of over. In a galaxy. We will be back next week with a bonus episode. We're doing another one. We've decided we're going to do bonus episodes every five episodes and at the end of every season, too. So we're going to nice. be sprinkling like. in a lot of bonus episodes. Um, we will see you next week with, um, well, actually two weeks because we're recording this yeah. just after. But um, we will see you next week with whatever we decide to do for the bonus episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. See you guys we'll see next you later. Time.